podcast, you have to reveal <laughs> your true character. No. Shocking. It wasn't even... Shocking, no. Troy. Wow. Shocking. <laughs> no, you've got to, you've got to put this on the put this on the podcast, Allah, no, 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 Mr. No. Nice Guy. No, 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 no. Oh, he's not. He's not. He's a Mr. Nice not. Guy. Oh, Disgraceful. Wow. You know that. Disgraceful. Brilliant. Lovely. Shambolic behaviour. Back oh. to <laughs> No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, this is full time. This is our final episode. This is actually our final, final episode, which is mad. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. It's what been you a mean very final, final episode. So, final, final regular season episode. So, we've had over 30 episodes and someone hasn't been listening. <laughs> no, no, all I'm going to say is that you've. Oh, you haven't even introduced me yet, but you've waited all this long for me to be on the final, final, final. Episode. It's what happens when you're bringing in A-listers. You know what I mean? You see the attitude? It's true. It's just getting... It's, you didn't even wait for you to here. do your own Mariah introduction. Yeah? You know what I mean? Do you know what? Start, <laughs> start again. Then. Start again. Or take me out. It's all love. It's all love. It's full time. It's especially. It's our final episode. It's been a crazy, crazy season. And obviously for the final episode, we have to pull out all the stops and we've got all the best guests. Do you know what I mean? So... That is a lovely segue <laughs> into our first guest of tonight. Um, we've got Troy Townsend in the studio, the Troy Townsend of Kick Out fame, of Townsend fame, of footballing fame. Ooh, and Ooh guest 31. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> the top dog himself. Um, he's legitimately, I've, I've claimed a lot of lo- uncles, I've claimed a lot of family on this show, but <laughs> this man is definitely, definitely family to me. <laughs> And it's amazing to finally have you on the show. How are you doing? Uh, absolutely. Now, after that intro, absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if ever I want an intro, I want that intro. You know what I mean? Yeah, and nothing else. Have nothing else will do sorts, now. You know? No, very good. Very good. <laughs> and of course, uh, big captain alongside myself, Crystal Davis. Hey, hey, What's hey. Up? You good? I'm good. How are you? I'm decent. Thank you. Good, good, good. This is it. This, this is it. We're just going to rap anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's you know it. I mean? that's Troy's good. mixtapes coming out. You know what I mean? Just lay down a couple of <laughs> songs, yeah, we'll a couple of beats, and we'll see. Yeah, all oh my days. Um, so it's been an insane season. Um, for yourself, how's the season gone for you as a fan? As a fan? Mm. Uh, yeah, it's been... First off, Ooh. Man City or Liverpool? Happy oh. or not happy? Always going to be Man City. Thank it was so always going to be Man City. Thank you so much. Uh, I've said a few about six weeks ago that they will not lose another game which means they win the league so they're easier on the eye for me um the way pep goes about his work is amazing and you can tell that by what happened on saturday so for me yeah i always wanted man city to win and obviously proud sitting here that crystal palace were the only team to beat them at the etihad which makes it even better with that incredible goal with that incredible goal yeah (laughs) what goal was that what goal were we talking about oh we're talking about a certain andros townsend yeah i know the lad yeah he um he How hit well a corker you know him, from. Tw- well, to be fair, I've, like as you know, I claimed to have family members all over the place. Like <laughs> what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, the my son, as such, um, not as such, he is my son. Sorry. Um, what a what a You're day a that was. You're a proud dad. I feel I'm, like I have to say that because literally, like, I bet if I check your screensaver now, it's going to be Andres with that goal, or it's going to be your grandkids. <laughs> I was just, uh, you know, 
you're proud anyway. You watch him and you're proud. You know, it's your son, it's your family. You're proud anyway. And, you know, whether they're playing football or, you know, whether they're doing whatever, you're, you're very, very proud. But obviously on that day, at that moment, at that time, it went through the roof. You know, I was there at the game and where we were sitting, we were sitting low level. So I was at the far end and saw the ball go up in the air, um, realised that he was round about where it was and then just saw this thing rocketing towards the goal. So I didn't know how he hit it, what he hit it with. I, I couldn't, it couldn't be a shot, surely. <laughs> and saw him running off. And it was more the fans around me who were a little bit higher up, who kind of like were going absolutely mental. So I just thought I better join in just in case, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, <sighs> I've seen it now probably about a million and one times. Yeah. So plays through my mind and, and, you know, hopefully, you know, he gets the just rewards because bar none, and I'm saying that, that's the best goal of the season, full stop, bar none. And I'm biased, yeah, of course, <laughs> but yeah. See me smirking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a top three goal of the season from BBC, so it's like, it's definitely... Yeah, I'm not having, because, <laughs> you know, on the vote, it was number one. You know, so you know I mean? it, it was number one on the vote and then the centre forwards decided that they would make companies because <laughs> of the context and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to ask Gary Lineker, could he ever do that? Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right, he already said, I can't hit the ball like that. And maybe the only one that could is Shearer, but he voted for company sentimental value. But <laughs> listen, if you ask professional footballers to try and attempt something like that, mm. and Andrews will tell you, you could attempt that another hundred times. Pff, boy, it ain't going nowhere near the goal. But on that one time, the connection and... Uh, uh, you know, where it soared into the third, into the top of the net, you know, at the Etihad against Man City, you know, for me, it just, you know, it, if it was any Crystal Palace player or any player that's hit a strike like that, you have to lord that. And he's hit a few this season. So to better some of the ones that he's hit this season, it had to be something special. Exactly, exactly. And uh, this is an Arsenal podcast. And unfortunately, we've Is got... it? <laughs> no one told me that oh, before Arsenal I reach affiliated. it. We, I try to hide it as best as I can and it just leaks out of each and every single time. That's cool. But we're sitting across from a Spurs man, which is something salty coming out of my mouth because I can't <laughs> believe that from my own family as a Spurs man. But still, <laughs> from Spurs' perspective, how do you rate your season? You know, if Spurs hadn't have reached the Champions League final, everyone would be talking about how many defeats they had in the league and, and where it went wrong and... The fact that they hadn't made any signings and, you know, there would have been, for me personally, it would have been a lot of doom and gloom, you know, but being in the Champions League final has changed all that. The way they got to the Champions League final, you know, not just the Ajax victory, that was amazing, but beating Man City over two legs, which I didn't envisage, to be totally honest. So I think now people now put it and now look at it and think, well, hold on, would we take third, second, whatever, and not be in the Champions League final, you know? So I think people are judging it now on the fact that Spurs have got one more game to go and they go to, to Madrid and it's them or Liverpool, do you know what I mean? As a really good season. Um, I think the league form's disappointing. There's no, that goes without saying, you know, you don't lose as many games as that. I think they've been quite fortunate, the fact that the teams under them, sorry, finished fourth with Chelsea, but the teams under them are, have been poor. You know, you look at United, you look at you guys' team, um, you know, 
a month ago, it was almost like no one wanted to claim the Champions League places. And I think Spurs have done it by default. And I think Chelsea have done it by default because Man United and Arsenal have have been so poor. But you've got to put all four of them in a category because City and Liverpool have been so good that they've, you know, how do you finish on 97 points and don't win the thing? You know, that's how good it's been as a season. So, you know, it has to be on a league form basis disappointing, but obviously with the Champions League still to come and an opportunity to win that trophy kind of puts everything into into the air as as you know, if they do win that, a very, very good season for Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't gonna lie, when I saw that Champions League final uh, semi final against uh, Ajax, I was defeated. I was literally <laughs> on the floor in my kitchen just lying there abject. It was madness. I think you were amongst many Arsenal supporters probably <laughs> doing the same thing. But you know, it's it's yeah, I mean Look, the the uh, the game at the Etihad was just nuts, wasn't it? It was. I don't think you could put together a game like that and imagine that it would play out that way. And then what happened? You know, Ajax hitting the post once at, at uh, I was going to call it White Hart Lane then, but once at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and then at their place, you know, to hit the post. You almost think that it's written in the stars, you know. Mm. And Liverpool could actually say the same thing the way they came back against against Barca, but. It will be, a, I think it will be a very good game to watch because none of them rest on their laurels. They don't sit back. They don't, you know, they bring the game on and it will be a, an exciting Champions League game, which I think we deserve at the end of this season. Um, and, uh, you know, the best team will win it. Yeah. I don't know who that best team is, but obviously you know who I'm going for. So, <laughs> I actually want to take it back to um, Andres. Um, okay. Not because it's Spurs that we're talking about, but genuinely because I know that you're a huge family man and I know you love your kids and your family. Mm. Um, I'm guessing that's been for you like Andres's greatest ever goal, but what's been your proudest moment of Andres in his playing career? So that could be from like grassroots all the way up. No, you've listen. The pinnacle is playing at the highest level, and and uh, the pinnacle is playing for England. You know, it's yes. You always think that you're never. Some things are never going to be outdone. So you know, he represents Tottenham anyway. We're a Tottenham family, and you see your son wearing the smallest Tottenham kit, running out playing for you know the team that you've all supported. Well, I've made sure they all supported them. So <laughs> by um, default, no, no, just every time the telly was on, it was Tottenham when they were winning. <laughs> it was up loud when they were losing. It was down low. So, but no, it's it's you know. So first of all, just seeing him in a Tottenham kit, obviously, is very proud. Um, then he, you know, he makes it as a professional footballer and he goes off and goes to do all them loans that he did but comes back and ultimately he's still a Tottenham player then finally making his Premier League debut you know is you never think you're going to beat that do you know what I mean and he you know performed well got the penalty for the winning goal etc and all that kind of stuff oh, sorry I have to go back his first Premier League goal which was for QPR so his first ever goal which was a trickly little free kick that I don't know how it even went in but I celebrated like it was the best goal I've ever seen his first Premier League goal for QPR which was a stunner against Sunderland these are moments that you'll always remember you know and then the Spurs stuff which you know just seeing him run out at White Hart Lane is what I wanted to do that you know but it's what dreams so if I couldn't do it what's next best your son so it's what dreams are made of but then he gets selected for England you know and I remember that night like it was yesterday, you know, it's five and a half years ago, but it feels like yesterday because I was a nervous wreck. I was like, you just want him to do well, don't you? You don't want him to make any mistakes. You don't want the crowd to think, who's this that they brought in? I remember walking down Wembley Way that night and I don't think I even walked down. I think I floated down. The <laughs> buzz was, I was at Watford. I remember him 
texting me and just saying I'm starting. And seriously, I think it was the worst delivery that I've ever done because my head just wasn't there and I just couldn't wait to get to Wembley. And then he plays and f to be fair, it was great first 45. I thought we had a really good first 45 and, but I was nervous, you know, and I remember the missus saying to me, you know, like, he can feel your nervous tension. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, all right, like nervous tension. Um, and then kind of loosened up a little bit second half, just thought, right, I better loosen up. And he created the first goal for Rooney. Um, and then when he scored the third, like every kind of, I think I not ran, but I tried to run down the stairs. I was almost down the bottom of the stairs. It was just every emotion that you could wish to go through, you know, it was just, I don't know. I can't even describe it. I can't describe what that is. You have to experience it yourself almost. You know what I mean? My heart was pumping my, like the joy, but also the heartache and pain. You go through a lot on this journey and everyone that's been part of a footballing journey, no matter what kind of angle you're coming from, everyone just sees the glory. Everyone sees you, you know, from at Wembley on Saturday and think, oh, Crystal's at an FA Cup final. And people don't see the pain that it takes to get to that stage, you know? And I think, so all the emotion, which is the good, the bad, the indifferent, the his school stopping him from representing England against Scotland in the victory shield. Do you know what I mean? When he's a 15 year old. And I think, why would you do that? But the heartache of that, the being released by Spurs, I know that was afterwards, but all those things come into play um, and make you real, like really rejoice the good times, you know, and, and that goal and his performance and his performance two days later against Poland, which I actually thought was a better performance than his debut, were probably the things that will always stick in my head, you know, and they'll be the things that will run around and they will be like the things that I can talk about as if they were yesterday, although they were five and a half years ago, um, because no one can take that away. Exactly. No one can now, you know, you know, he gets a lots of comments, you know, and a lot of negative comments and whatever. And just think to yourself, yeah, well, when's the last time you played at Wembley and scored for your country? You know, so the negative comments don't mean anything. That was just the proudest moment. And I always think that moments like that cannot get topped. But like I say, knowing the goal that he scored at the Etihad and again, the three hour car journey back from Manchester was probably like 15 minutes because <laughs> we were just like the whole family goes and we were just buzzing. You can't wait for match of the day. You can't wait for the for people to analyse the goal. You can't wait for the next day when Cammy comes on and analyses it. And then, you know, to hear people talk about it in the in the kind of breadth that they did just shows the enormity of what he did that day. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, forever from, until he kicks his last ball and then moves on into whatever else he does, you know, that will always be there. And that's part of football in history. And that's what you want when you play the game. You want to create some kind of football in history. So that's probably the best way I can explain it. Although I'm probably left loads out because <laughs> even now, like I'm smiling, you can tell. Like, people say that I don't smile. Crystal says it a lot, but um, <laughs> I'm smiling because just remembering that period of time and, and, I remember because on the Monday I was getting an award at Buckingham Palace and like that was an immense feeling, you know, for someone like me who, again, I always have to look at my journey and, you know, I was born in Hackney. Um, I went to school in Walthamstow. I left school with no qualifications whatsoever because all I ever wanted to do was play football. The dream was taken away. I had years of, of not doing much and, you know, suffering a little bit from health problems and stuff like that. And then 
you know, starting a journey all over again that takes me to where I am today. I ain't supposed to be at, at Buckingham Palace being represented for anything. Do you know what I mean? But I was there. I got an award on the Monday, you know, mixing with some really good people and obviously with royalty. And by the Friday, no one's talking about me. They're talking about Andros. So, you know, it was, but for me, that was, that was the best thing that, but it was a great period of time for us, you know, in terms of my work, his work, the two different things, but they came together at a beautiful time. And, you know, those things you just don't forget. You will never, ever forget those, those, that period of time. But I never forget every time he plays a game, I always analyze it, overanalyze it. And, <laughs> not critical with him, but maybe critical within my own mind or positive, you know, at the time, because I, I always think that you need to keep the positivity around your children. So, yeah. What did you it. say to him um, after that goal at Etihad? What was your word? Well, we story? sung a song. We sung, we phoned him knowing that he wouldn't pick up the phone. <laughs> and we sung, Palace sing the song Starman. So we sung that down the phone. So he's got that as a, you know, we all did in our croaky voices and whatever else. But we sung it down the line and left it with that. Obviously, you, you leave a message and, uh, you know, it's very rare. I don't get to see him after a game. So we don't see him again until maybe the Tuesday or the Wednesday I can't remember what because it was around Christmas time they might have been in quite a lot so I might not have seen him again for another 10 to 12 days but yeah just I think he knows the love and warmth that we have anyway the fact that we're there is enough but he's well aware of the love and warmth but like I say every time you see it you then post it in our little whatsapp <laughs> group and whatever else so it's just yeah it's just uh, for me there ain't no there's no words there's, there's no words the love is there the feelings there the pride is there um and you just, you know, you just can continue to lord. And it was just after a cracking goal against Burnley as well, two weeks before. And then, you know, you think to yourself, well, he's never going to better that Burnley goal, <laughs> you know. And then, yeah, up comes the Man City goal. So, yeah. Have you ever missed any of his games? Because every single weekend, I know you're up and down the country. I'm thinking, how do you do this? Well, like, you, you work like five days a week. You're outside of the office like probably 90% of the time. And then every weekend without fair, whether it's rain, snow, sunshine, Saturday, Sunday, you're on the road. Like, have yeah. you ever missed a match? Yeah, unfortunately we have. I mean, this season we missed Newcastle. Um, oh, wow. Because he, yeah, he thought he wasn't going to play. So we, because he'd broken his hand and he, it was in pain and mm. we were driving up and he said I oh, don't bother I'm not going to play so we spun around drove back home that's my weekend messed up you know what I mean <laughs> exactly. I absolutely messed up and I'm like gutted gutted that he's not playing gutted we're not travelling Newcastle's obviously the next team want to be up there so at two o'clock I look at the team sheet and he's playing <laughs> <laughs> so now that turns into a little bit of I'm a little bit peeved not only does he play because he said even if I start I'm not gonna you know I won't last long 82 minutes later my boy's still on the pitch do you know what I mean and he's helped to a very good away win at Newcastle exactly. you know mm -hmm. which yeah so the text message was slightly different this time <laughs> yes. around but thought you weren't playing like uh oh, gaffer wanted me to play and this that and the other and blah 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 so yeah there's been this on a tuesday night at carla i remember he made his debut for spurs well not debut but his league cup debut for spurs on a tuesday night at carla and for love nor money i was never getting up there you know but 
or we were never getting up there, but he scored that day as well. And I hate it. I hate missing the moment. Do you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. it when it's there. But yeah, we've missed we've missed a couple, but it, I don't like to talk about because it, it makes me angry. <laughs> I had to ask that question because I actually believe that you never missed the match. Like it was in my head that I don't know where yeah, never missed the match. I, I, I could tell you the games if you were to show me a list of games for the mm-hmm. whole season. Just yeah, I'd be that. able to pick the games that we've missed because it's it's they're, they're so rare and far between. And you know uh, this journey's difficult and I remember football was all I ever wanted to do I didn't want to do anything else I had no support from my parents they never ever watched me play football um, listen when I was growing up you know if you didn't put food on the table then that was more than football you know if you didn't provide and I know how difficult it was my mum was a single parent and I know how difficult it was and I wouldn't have held it against her to be honest but it's something that I talk about a lot now in terms of that support and guidance of the people around you um, and your family you know it's important who I don't care whoever's on this journey if you don't have your family around you to support a good people there's always someone trying to come in and saying that they can do it better so uh, listen I, I don't get involved in his career as such particularly now but you know when he was a young talent and people were slipping business cards in saying oh you know we can look after him it's, it's that's a vetting process all over you know so it's one where you need you know you need that support or that just a little word and whatever else to help you on this journey the financial aspect as well you know you go from academy level earning 95 quid a week which you know by the time you put a piece of petrol in your car once you start driving you know that 95 ain't 95 no more but you then go and sign a contract and all of a sudden you're earning a little bit of money and the perils are out there. People want you. People want to, oh, you know, there's a young player who's at Spurs who, you know, he must be on a little bit and there's people out there, sharks out there. That's what we call them, mm. sharks. And if you don't protect, if you can't protect your own, who are you going to protect, you know? So in his early development type, that was an important thing that we had in place was was if you're not going to get support from the outside world, it's best, well, you are, it's best to get it from, you know, from home. And that's the most important thing that I think that any young pet player could ask of his parent is please help me through this because believe you me no one can do it by themselves and it's a it's a difficult world out there you know your ability takes you so far but with your ability people want a piece of you all the time and I'm grateful because he is he doesn't really like going out he's not a drinker he's not a smoker he's not people say are oh, typical footballers well what is a typical footballer you know he likes being at home he's got his little family now and he he likes all that stuff and he always has done and that's just by design, you know, it's by, it's, it, it's just something that he's always done. And I'm grateful for that because the amount of times you innocently players have been out, not doing anything, but all of a sudden they're splashed on the front page or they're this, that and the other. So, you know, I'm pleased the way his journey has gone. Yes, would have loved him to have made it at Spurs and, and, and been there and never left that football club, but it wasn't to be. But he's not let that get him down. You know, he's gone to Newcastle, he's gone to Palace, he's an established Premier League player. Um, you know, he's he's in and around being muted for the England squads again, although I think that they've gone down a different route, but he, he's, he's forged a career for himself and I think that's important. Hmm. Exactly. And now it's Standing dad and a pleasant human. <laughs> I have um, to ask Troy, um, who has been the player that's caught your eye this season? I think I know what you're going to say. Do you? <laughs> yeah. All right. Obviously, uh, it's very hard to judge people when you're watching on TV screens. Yes, you can follow the clamour and go, ah, oh, this player's been this and that and the other. But 
I've watched a lad week in and week out for the last year who, for me personally, I don't know why he's not in the England squad at the moment. Shall and I say it? Go on. Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Wambasaka has been not amazing. If is, if there's a stage above amazing, that is Wambasaka. He's been, his first games as a professional player at Palace were Tottenham, Man United, Chelsea. And we all know who play, plays for them team. So one minute he's dealing with Son, dealing with Hazard. Man United, I think, started with Martial and then brought Rashford on. And he, like, back pocket dusted. And his progression over the last year has been outstanding. His recovery, listen, I'm not saying he's a finished article, but he, you know, if he makes a mistake, it's very rare that he doesn't recover and, and, and make it back. His play in the last third has improved. And I think, you know, nowadays how people want fullbacks, they don't want them just to defend. They'd rather them be up the other end. He's got a great partnership with Andros, um, who helps him massively through, you know, difficult times or even just times where, you know, you need that support from a senior player. I've seen him deal with Sane. I've seen him deal with, you name any player that you want to throw at him, he's dealt with them. And if those players were honest, I think they would say he's been their most difficult opponent. Yes, Trent comes with stats, um, comes with playing with better players, let's just say at Liverpool. But I think for someone who has only been just over 12 months now as a player in the Premier League, for people to start talking about 50, 60 mil, exactly. you know, and for people to start linking him with all the top clubs, he must have made an impression. And, and for me, he's been the standout fullback. And obviously I'm biased because he's, I've seen more of his games and someone else would say, yeah, but Trent's been this. And, and I appreciate that. But what I'm saying is you're playing for Crystal Palace. The expectations are a little bit different. He's won all the Player of the Year awards. He's won his own Players Player Award. That shows how much they think of him. Um, and I think the future for him, level head, as long as he stays level headed, which he is at the moment, is so bright. It's unbelievable. Well, then I think it's time for a quick break. Welcome back. That was a quick break. Um, I think that was that was Troy's decision because <laughs> he's in he's sitting in the hostess yeah, chair. I, I didn't want to drop off to sleep, you know. So yeah, damn. Too okay. Relax. <laughs> actually, we've actually upped the game. We've gone and we've gone one better. Sorry, Ooh, Troy. One better. One better. Wow. You want to heard what they were saying about you before you got in there? Yeah? <laughs> Crystal is not being. He's never held any punches in this podcast. It's not going to end the final episode. <laughs> Butter me up first half, yeah, and then just dash me away second half, yeah? That's cool. Sorry, we oh, have gone days. and got Mr. Savage, Dan. Dan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for big having ups, big me. Ups. <laughs> How's your day been? It's been, it's been okay. I've been up from early. So <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I need sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got just enough energy to like, get through this. Whole yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, oh, my okay, days. Okay. We put you to the test a lot. Savage Dan is not only an amazing uh, host on co-host of a podcast and um, Filthy Fellows as well. Also our studio engineer and he's yeah. put up with a lot of our BS along Not the way. Even, you have caused absolutely <laughs> nothing. Like no drama at all. Yeah. It's easy as anything, yeah. But it's big us, big us. We seriously respect you and appreciate you a lot. Nice so job. thank you for coming on for the last episode. Um, but it's not all love though. We still got one more big Same. thing, Ooh. one more yeah. big game. 
Hold on, what is it? Two Arsenal fans? Yeah, yeah. Spurs. Is it the, oh, Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that grin? <laughs> We've got, literally got like a North London derby in the last episode. It's a madness. Yes. Oh, my days. That's crazy. It's all That's London. Mad. Luckily, there's only one pride of London. So. Wow. Yeah. like, for now. <laughs> oh, jeez. But no, nah, seriously, though. Okay, we'll start with Chelsea's season. Yeah. And then we'll go into the final. Season for you, yeah. Highlights, lowlights. Talk to me. I've it's been a messy one. I haven't really, I haven't had a highlight, not all season. I think I've been spoiled in like my life as a Chelsea fan because I'm used to trophies. I'm used to success. Probably like since the since forever. To be honest, even when I was younger, we'd win stuff like cup winners cups mm-hmm. and FA cups, and we were we were pretty much a cup team. So I'm used to having quite a lot of highlights. This season, I've had none. Like as in. I've become so spoiled that even if we win Europa, like I wouldn't. It's just. It's, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like it's not as, I don't know. It just doesn't seem as special knowing that we've had, we've come third, like it's a decent position to come, but we've only done it because everyone else has bottled it as well. Mm. So this has just been one of those seasons that I kind of want out the way you know Hazard's going so I just want that over and done with I'm just like, glad you said just, that aloud I was like, like okay yeah, cool <laughs> like, I want it I want it done just so that we can just crack on and like see what we can do now because it's tough now everyone's got money everyone's got good players everyone's got good coaches so I don't know where Chelsea go from here I feel like we've been going in circles for a little bit so mm, mm. it's a tough one man I feel like I hope we're not going into that kind of that lull that teams go into for 10, 15 years before they return because that's where United are right now. United yeah. done. And yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that Chelsea are okay. So yeah, no no real highlights. We haven't won anything. Um, you know, we've had a few good matches where we when we beat City 2-0. I thought we were, we were good for that victory that day. But um, even that, you know, we were in, we'd, we'd held a couple beatings before that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's just been one of those seasons. Yeah. I want Europa just because it'll upset Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I do want it, but um, that's my main motivation for Europa. Legit. Yeah, that's that's it. It's not because because we, we win whether we win or lose, we're in the Champions League. We've done that part. Mm. So yeah, I'm not too excited about it. I'm just more excited about seeing Arsenal fans. <laughs> after the I'm game. not gonna lie, I was a little bit just like Steven. He's like, yeah, I'm used to trophies. I was like, oh, gee, I wish I could say that. <laughs> I wish I could say that. <laughs> so it's so casual. Like, like, wow. Yeah. Like, you don't have a care in the world. You know? <laughs> <laughs> used to trophies. I was like, oh, oh my days. All right. Um, young players for you for for Chelsea yeah. and then for the league. Um, I started off. As early stages of the season, seeing Ethan Ampadu make a sick, a, yep. a sick um, yep. impact on the team. Yep. Um, Ruben lost the cheek. Now at the tail end of the season, has made a sick impact. I hope he gets better soon. Yep. I hope yep. it's not as serious as it is a whole I mean, season. These are weird things. Mm. Exactly. Like when they go, they are like mm. I'm not sure how many people have ever come back the same. Mm. That's the like, thing. That's the thing, and we've had two of them in like three weeks. Mm. So that's hopefully because they're young, their body can respond a little bit better than if you're old and you start getting Achilles problems. But yeah. It's a bit sticky. But who's who's been a highlight for you for Chelsea in As terms in, of young, young player? players? Yeah. Uh, Ruben, because I, I even had my doubts mm. about Ruben. I did think he was a bit of one of those players that is just a really good player, but 
because he hasn't got a nailed on position, you don't know where to play him. I've seen Chelsea play him in the nine, the 10, the eight, the six. Like mm. I've seen them play him everywhere. And no one, even, you know, for England, he played like kind of wide right. He's just a good player, but he hasn't, he, I never saw him as a specialist in any position. I thought like that could hinder him, but he's done really well. But he's a unit. Yeah. And he's like, he's, you could tell you, man, he's just a proper player, silky as well. Exactly. So yeah, he's excited me. Um, Callum Hudson-Odoi, massive, like, huge talent. Yeah. But at the same time, I think he's rushing his career a little bit too mm. much. I think... Now that the hype's, like, died down as well. Yeah, it's not even just that. You know, like, he was trying to force a move out and all mm. of that kind of stuff. And, like, yeah, you've got to take certain risks, but you're 18 and you know Hazard's leaving. You know Pedro's pretty much done. Your time's coming. Just mm. wait it out. Don't be so brash. That was my advice, anyway. Um... He's class, so, but yeah, like my two best young players, I'd say is them. You've got Ampadu, who's like, he's got so much composure. Yeah, um, insane. Yeah, and it's weird because when you meet him, he's still like quite a child. Yeah, almost. He's a bit of a kid. Matt. Um, <laughs> uh, who else is there? That's that's. I mean, do you know what? I was really upset when Chelsea sold a couple young players. Um, so I was upset when we let go of Shalaba. Yeah, really. I thought he was a top, top, top player. I don't know why we brought him back Yoko for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, our, our young players are on, on loan, all mm, 100 of them. Exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, so Mason Mount's killing it. Um, yeah, and there's a few others as well, but that's I, I'm excited to see Mount. I look at Derby's team as like Chelsea's youth team. <laughs> I literally do. <laughs> literally. So I just want, like, and you'll have next play. season to have that as well. Hopefully. Hopefully, if they, yeah, mm. if they make it. Mm. Nah, that's sick. It's sick. Okay, so elephant in the room, Chelsea versus Arsenal in the Europa League final, all the way in Baku. <laughs> You're going to make the trip? Never. <laughs> Never. But even flying over in that direction is a bit iffy. Like, it's crazy over there. Like. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a madness. It's a ma The fact that we actually can't even get a player there there's a lot. You can't get a plane. But Mkhitaryan's just like for political reasons. Mm. Um, it's going to be difficult for Mkhitaryan to play, to be in, mm. to be there, and to be in that environment. So Why? pretty much he can't. That um, again to do with politics and his country and it's. Um, oh, is, is, he's Armenian. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And so basically, I think um, they will need special dispensation, wouldn't they? Yeah, oh, that's which what is I'm searching like, for. Like, yeah. I think FIFA, not FIFA, UEFA came out last week and said, well, "Does anyone listen to anything UEFA says?" You know yeah, I mean? they were just basically saying they can't guarantee safety for exactly. which is they can't, ridiculous. They can't guarantee safety for anyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's not there. Mm. They can't do that. As in, like, that's a place where you fly planes. Even if you're just with what, what I can't what I can't understand is why they'd put a final there with it's, so many problems that there is and, and the allocation is not is minuscule as well. Right. The allocation the allocation is something for, yeah getting it wrong for a little bit just with mm, everything yeah. Tournament, yeah. tournaments everything they're just putting anything wherever they want it wherever the highest bidder is it looks like so that's yeah. like I mean Baku. <laughs> We were it's probably a hard looking place at place like, to get yeah. to. I looked at at first. I looked at flights. I was like, I was like, whoa, it's there. <laughs> it's like it's such a difficult place to get to. And they're it's saying bad. it's because like they're two English teams, but it's a difficult place for most nations exactly. to get to. Yeah, so it's not the thing. fact that it's Chelsea Arsenal. It's a difficult place for most. And I think some even probably lost their semi final. Thinking, well, at least you don't have to travel there. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah. it's mad. It's just yeah. mad. Yeah. It's just mad. It's it's a ridiculous one. But okay, obviously you want Chelsea to win. Yeah. 
Do you think it's going to be a walk in the park? Do you think it's going to be... No. I would have said yes three years ago, but Chelsea have like lost the ability. We used to beat Arsenal just like... <laughs> it was like, it just was one of those things that you just beat Arsenal, especially if it's in the final, game's won. Wow. But now, Chelsea have this problem with Arsenal and I feel like we cannot actually get the better of you at the moment. Um, so yeah, I'm not as confident, but maybe because there's no pressure on us, we'll play with a bit of freedom likely going to be Hazard's last game mm. will he want to will he cause mayhem like he loves to play against Arsenal anyway yeah. um, I think the well. game's kind of based on whether he turns up or not yeah if I think he turns so up I think it's a like a 3-1 win and if he doesn't then it's just a, a game of football that anyone can win <laughs> do you care if um, Czech bows out of a trophy or are you just like I don't care no, I'm not playing no more I, I, love, I, love, I don't care about that <laughs> Czech, Czech I love Czech I do but I love Chelsea that's mm. it yeah. and if I wish like sometimes I do have this thing where it's just like I have so much loyalty to a person that when they leave I think I have to leave all of them on their journey <laughs> mm. nope mm. and I, it's never really that like even when like Drogba went to where did he leave us to go Galatasaray yeah. Yeah. yeah like I was like heartbroken and then I was just like you know like Chelsea just always mm. carry on so yeah nah I'd prefer to win that trophy then for Czech to have it <laughs> so it's called Savage Dan you, know, you don't care like you're not my guy no more that is Arsenal guy that yeah. is Arsenal guy well having said that I would like to see five English teams in the in the Champions League that'd be crazy that'd be mm, pretty cool mm, yeah. mm. where's your weak areas in, in the um, the Chelsea team where do you think because well, obviously got, now where's our strong area <laughs> like, probably a better I, question I think we've like we've got a major problem defensively Major, 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 and we can we paper over it sometimes with a few clean sheets, but it's bad. And I think especially that left channel, where you've got Alonso playing alongside Louise, that's just yeah. anything can happen on any given day at any given. It's just one of those. It's just not solid. As P, I still like him as a defender because he doesn't want to get beat. Fair, he does mm. get beat, but he's still got that thing where he's he's Mister Chelsea's always trying hard the skipper so I don't have a problem with it but with Alonso and Louise I do feel like there's just an air of laziness and just uh, they care about scoring free kicks more than <laughs> they care about defending for me and yeah that's my that's my biggest problem we've obviously got that centre mid thing happening where Jorginho gets to play <laughs> you know and the thing is he's been alright since he got his head banged in the other day like he's, he's had alright since he's had the bandage on oh he's been okay but I just don't think he can play him as a single pivot nah mm, in the Prem that, I just don't the speed of this of this nah. league is it's not much. Italy the 10s will mark him exactly. and they have been marking him all season mm. so it's just yeah and he doesn't sniff danger enough. I just don't understand why he has to play there alone when you've got the world's best ball winner exactly. just over there. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Like, I, anyway. Uh, like. That's the thing. You could make a case for it if Kante was not there. Yes, exactly. But the fact that you have him, yeah. and without doubt, he's the best in his role, yeah. to ignore him for that just doesn't make sense. It's, it's, mad. it's mad. I mean, I don't understand why it's just not a 4 2 three, one. Yeah, I it don't should know. just be a four-two-three-one mm. for me, just because at least that will probably free up Jorginho a little bit to play his kind of five, ten-yard passes or whatever <laughs> it is that he, that he actually does. I don't understand really what we've got in uh, in Jorginho. I think we've just got a player who keeps it ticking over really well, and that's it. Just recycles the ball, doesn't do anything else. 
And I have to ask, because um, it's all over the media at the moment, um, pretty much since, what, maybe two, three months ago, Sari, is he going to be at Stamford yeah. Bridge um, come next season? <laughs> or, or, and if that's the case and he's out, who would you like? And also, Troy, who do you think they should go for? I ain't giving them ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> 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 no, giving them no back. ideas. I honestly don't know. At, Ch- at Chelsea right now, usually you see like little transfers and stuff like that. You can work out what's happening and what moves are happening, but you could, can't at Chelsea right now. We've got an owner that can't get in the country. Mm. We've got a stadium that was supposed to be getting built now. We were supposed to have played our last match in the bridge. That's on hold. We've, we've got a looming transfer ban. We've got so much happening that I... Like I actually can't even guaranteed say Hazard's going now because of this ban either. So I just don't know. I genuinely don't know. I I think because of how things are, sorry, we'll stay. But I also feel like I've been told by somebody that sorry will go. Okay. But I got told that like a while ago. Okay. That's and it thing. was meant to be a like by any means thing. So like. I got told that Sari's leaving, but then I got told that no, maybe Sari's... Like, you just don't know. You just don't know. I got told that that Hazard deal was basically done, but you just don't know. Nothing's done till it's done. Then you've got... Uh, Allegri's just... That's the one, yeah. yeah. Freed up. That's the one that and could that make them change. Chelsea that manager. Yeah, like, exactly. He's yeah. yeah. a Chelsea mm. manager. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that stinks of Chelsea. Yeah. Like, have Chelsea done that? But... Sorry, just doesn't look like a ha- he never looked happy anyway. I don't. I've never seen happiness on his yeah. face, but he looks he looks drained of the whole Chelsea situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ever since the cup yeah. final and what happened I, with I Kepa, don't think I don't think he should be coming in any. I don't think he should have been a Chelsea manager. No, but I agree. Yeah, I don't think as in for a Chelsea who have a winning culture in terms of like we win stuff we, there's actually a, quite a big demand to win stuff if you don't win stuff you're usually out the door to bring in somebody that's never won anything never won anything mm, yeah is like weird just because his style of play at Napoli which was nice but they never won anything either mm. so that was a strange one for me that Allegri just won the league in Italy why five years leaving? on the spin yeah 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 why is he leaving like mm. could it be sorry to is that a swap deal can Chelsea sign a manager <laughs> That's a good shout. But you know what? You know what I'm hearing as well is Man United fans now saying, "Yes, let's get rid of Solskjaer now because Allegri is available." Well, oh yeah, yeah. So they, everyone has to go anyway. Mm. They just get. I mean, it was hilarious. It's ridiculous. Momentum is one thing. Like as in, he came in, the spirits went up. But you know what happened? The press got him the job. Yeah. All the, the rubbish yeah. from the press got yeah. him that job in terms of, you know, yeah, I can't believe Man United are not. And it was, it was that yeah. wave of opinion. The minute he got appointed, yeah. everything changed. Yeah. And then oh, I think they've won something. The last 12 is something like lost eight. One Listen, two. you're losing at home to Cardiff. You've got problems. Yeah. <laughs> big problem. You're losing at home to Cardiff. Yeah. You know Old what I mean? It's not a fortress anymore. No. Though, so they're That's in big the thing. trouble. That's the problem. I, I wonder if Ole Gunnar stays... For the beginning of next season, I think he stays. I feel. I think it will be embarrassing for United to. Yeah, Roberto Di Matteo got the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, and he he had to get it. Yeah, he had to get it. But then, as soon as they bam, could, they bam, yeah, um, because players don't want to play for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Mm. He's currently still on loan from his other managerial <laughs> job. FC Mould is that? Yeah, the you know, but, like, but anyone could go there and win that. League but you can league. tell the players who Mourinho had a problem with are the same players that are causing a problem now. 
Yeah. So is it the manager? Is it the players? You know, players, he, players have got too much power now. Yeah, are you, he's already come out and said yeah. that certain players won't be here next season. Yeah. So that's showing you. Do you know what I mean? That it's those same players who had the attitude with Mourinho, who have decided. What the hell? That, mm. Martial, yeah, he, he looks like the angriest footballer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. and I wonder where he gets his time that he smiles because yeah. every time he walks, when he scores a goal, he walks off yeah, like oh, yeah. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, you know, so it's I, I don't know. That's a possibility because Man United fans are not happy, mm. not yeah, happy it's at be all. A busy summer anyway. Like there's already rumours of Pogba going to Madrid for a couple of players on the other way. PSG are apparently interested in De Gea and some situations there. It's, it's a Kante is what? another one yeah. mentioned yeah. at PSG. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think Kante will stay. I think he'll stay. I think Kante will stay. I, I think... will laugh and cry with laughter if he goes for like 70 mil to PSG. That's, that's an absolute be a madness. Yeah, exactly. That's you, a you shouldn't be able to afford a Kante because no. no one can do what he, he does. Should, yeah, he should, yeah. Yeah, he should, he should be in the hundreds easily. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Chelsea and Chelsea have a busy summer of loans. Loan- <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to yeah. have to get Bale on loan because he's not wanted. Mm. We'll have to get uh, keep Kovacic on loan. <laughs> I don't know what United are going to do. I wonder what Tottenham are going to do, actually. because That's an interesting one. Well, Spurs, yeah, Spurs can buy now. Yeah. Spurs can buy because their credibility is now reaching the final means yeah. your credibility goes up. Mm-hmm. Reaching the final means that people who were going to say, no, nah, I'm not interested in Spurs, all of a sudden will say, do you know what? That's a good proposition. Spurs have to let the, the purse strings go. That's Daniel Levy's problem all the time. He doesn't mm-hmm. like to spend money. Yeah. And if he does, he's counting it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want my money's worth. I want it to be value. I want it. And if I have to sell him, I want my sell-on value. Yeah. So what Poch has to do is break... Levy's mentality and you've got to remember they've got a new ground money's not going to be as readable as they think it is you know because that ground has to pay and that's what happened to Arsenal for how many years you had to guarantee Champions League football guarantee yeah. and to be fair you guaranteed it out of out of and the the, the the gift for that was that you didn't win titles anymore. Exactly. Just guarantee the, the thing. Don't worry about titles. Yeah. You can't do that. Spurs need to win something. They need to get over the line. This game is more important to Spurs for me than what it is to Liverpool. They have to get over the line to prove that they're creditable to then make the next stage. Mm-hmm. But the next stage is money. And Daniel Levy loves that money in his back pocket. So he either backs his manager or loses him, if you ask me. Yeah, true, sir. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could easily be pushed to United. Mm. I think that ship sailed because United stalled. I think if United had gone, you know what, we're not appointing Solskjaer. We are going for this man full stop. They might have changed, played I, with I've his head. I've always just seen Poch, I mean, not Poch, Solskjaer as an interim manager anyway. It should have, should have been. Yeah. Should have been. And yeah, he had that little bounce effect. But yeah. not being funny, I could have gone in there and had a little bounce effect. You <laughs> kick man up their backside, you tell them they're playing yeah. for their lives. Yeah. Bounce effect. Once they appoint me, they say, what, you appointed Troy? And then they'd switch yeah. off, you know. So if you can't have that bounce effect, then you shouldn't be a manager anyway. Yeah. And he had a bounce effect. And admittedly, they played, you know, listen, they went to the Emirates and, and absolutely bossed you lot off the game. <laughs> okay. But when Jesse... <laughs> no, but when, listen, but they got out of their, their pram because when Jesse Lingard is moonwalking, like for me, certain things are disrespectful. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. when he's moonwalking and all of a sudden now people are saying, Jesse who? Because they remember that moonwalk, mm. you know? So you have to hold your tongue sometimes or hold your peace, yeah. your dance, whatever that may be. 
until you're back, you know, where you need to be. And United were never back where they That's needed true. to be. So. It's kind of funny because they're pretty much doing what Arsenal players used to do. Yeah. And people will be like, well, why are you dancing? What are you dancing about? There's mm. no need to dance. Like you would get through to like the semis and they were taking like um, uh, selfies in the changing yeah, room. Yeah, and Manchester yeah. United are guilty of doing the same yeah. thing they mocked yeah. Arsenal for, yeah. the same thing they mocked Liverpool for. Yeah, so it's yeah, almost yeah. as if yeah. like... Yeah. History is now coming to come up in the backside. Yeah, 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 yeah. you, are... you are becoming Arsenal. So are Chelsea. If we're not mm, careful, we'll mm. fall into Arsenal. Arsenal is still Arsenal. The thing is, City and Liverpool are so far ahead That's that all that in-house banter between those four t- has to stop now. Yeah. Because you're 20 whatever points behind those two mm. and they're only going to get better. So how you, you've got to close the gap somehow. Yeah. I think Liverpool... Will come back slightly more to rest to, towards the rest. So do I. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think City are the best team. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the league by a by a mile. I think Liverpool just really tried hard to push them and push them the whole way. Um, but yeah, when you think that Liverpool only lost one game this season, you know, and they, but they still pulled it exactly. <laughs> That's it. exactly. It's, just, it's the culture. Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. They yeah. Just, yeah. just forgotten how to win a league. Yeah. Um, and City just are just... They're relentless. Yeah. They're relentless, yeah. full stop. And they can win putting in 30% effort. Mm. They, they are just so, so, so good. Liverpool are like running, 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 like really going for it. But you get the idea that Man City are just kind of just warts in it. It's too easy for them. Mm. Legit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're about to ask a question there. Who has been your standout player this season? Really? Just in general. Do you know what? I would go for Hazard if I think he's been phenomenal this this season, but it's been overshadowed because we've had two ridiculous teams. Mm. Van Dijk is has been ridiculous. Sterling, I'll give it. I, I'll give it to Sterling. I'll give him my standout player. I think he's done like crazy things on the pitch, crazy things off the pitch. Like he's just he's bossed this year. Yeah. Um, and he's a player that, in my head, was never elite. I always looked at him and I just thought, he's pace, but as in you've seen him, he's very right-footed and you've seen him squander chances and not find key passes when he has to and stuff like that. And I always thought that he's just playing in a great team and it's lifted him. But I didn't think that he was as good as he's been this season and he's been the guy for City this season. Um, so, yeah, I have to give him his credit. I have to. Legit. No, it's been a mad season. It's been a mad season for Raheem Sterling as well. Um, before we have to go, and before we have to wrap up this season, which is actually pretty sad. It's it's actually kind of, yeah, it's kind of sad. It's come <laughs> to an end. But it's been a, it's been a mad one. Um, reviving a, an old horse, <laughs> if we can say that. Um, we've got the Roger Miller Hall of Flame. We put amazing black footballers who've had an impact on your lives, on how you experience football, how you perceive football in that sort of sense we want to fill out that squad so Troy oh. who's a black footballer that you would want to put into your hall, into our Hall of Fame Does I'm going to like look up the list just to make sure we don't get any doubles you know I, I, mean? I was just going to ask am I going to say someone that's going to be a double <laughs> which probably anyway. would guarantee you will so obviously mine would listen growing up uh, people say to me, "Why do you support Brazil? Why?" Is I, Bra- knew it. <laughs> I can read you, Troy. See, I'm grinning at you. I, I know you're grinning going. at me. Why? You know, when England played Brazil, I'm 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 a Brazilian. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's it. Because when I was growing up, their football was the one that caught me and made me love the game. Um, and you know, I'm 
old enough, unfortunately, to remember 1966 and 1970. Well, 66, I was one, but I still remember it. And I remember the impact because obviously you study it afterwards of, of Pele at that period mm. of time. And then you go back in history and realise that, you know, when he was 70, my man was winning World Cups on his own. You know, 70, he was part of just the best Brazilian team yeah. that there ever was. Yeah. So for me, that got me to love football. And that's why Brazil would always be close to me, but also the man Pele would be the one who I'd say, I've got a Brazilian number 10, one of them old school tops. Yeah. And I hunted for that top. You're you know, have to hide that one for me. Oh <laughs> yeah, but I hunted for it because of its significance. Do you know what I mean? And why, what it meant to me. And so, although I can't fit into it, but it's there, I've got it. And I've got it for that reason, because the man, when people say, oh, Maradona, and I understand why they say Maradona, but people say that the closest thing to their period of time, for me, is outstanding Pele. But second to that would be the the real Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. The, oh, nice. That's what I was waiting for. By the, the way, you cannot call him fat Ronaldo. You don't, yeah, you don't mess do about. That. But the you real the that. real Ronaldo, my boy, when you think about it, he recovered from how many knee injuries? Yeah and came back and yeah. worked himself back to be the best that there was around. And again, I don't think people talk about him in the same breath because they don't, they've don't. they never really watched him play or watched the adversity that he had to come back from. My man was on a different level, was on a different... Go home and watch some YouTube tonight because you will appreciate what this guy, what he was. He, he, he Not only power, not only strength, nimble-footed, like drops stepovers like there was no tomorrow, had a bit of everything about him. And again, he took on the mantle at a time that Brazil's, Brazil needed somebody to stand up and be counted and, and boy, did he take it on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with, I'm going to go Pele, but if you've got Pele already, I'll have Ronaldo in there. That's it. We've got, you got no, both no, of them. No, no, oh. We actually don't have either of them. What? we got a Bede Pele, the African one, Drogba. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ashley Cole, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Cole? Yeah, JJ. Yeah. Um, oh, Ricardo, yeah, Ricardo, Bibi, Gardner, uh, Sierra Henry and Les Ferdinand as well. So. Okay, so I would go I'll probably stay on the same theme if we're going, I've got two. So one is closer to me in terms of club mm. football and that's the drug, like the yeah. most important player. Like in, like like for me, he just, whenever you needed that superhero, yeah. he was there mm. to score, to do something. And he wasn't the greatest player. His touch was like concrete sometimes, <laughs> but he was so important to the dressing room to like, you know, if he's on that pitch, something can happen. Exactly. Um, so I'll give it to him. But whenever Brazil played England, I was a Brazilian as well. Like <laughs> I lived in Brazil for a while. Like, All I, right. I love Brazil. Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget like being in like probably year eight or year seven and uh, Ronaldinho. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just caused an absolute mayhem and I got to school at like 7am to watch it I think the England-Brazil yeah. World Cup game yeah I I'd stayed off at school that day I was teaching absolute mayhem and yeah. at that moment I was just like well, I don't know Hooked. who that is but he is yeah. just dancing he's not playing football mm. he's just dancing so it would have been that like, obviously there's loads more that come to my mind it's like I always think of like a Kocha, that's why I was happy he was in there. Like a Kocha, I used to watch him and be like, "Wow, like, amazing!" Yeah. How did Bolton keep him? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was and, a different yeah, Premier and, League, right and, there. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I will go. I want to throw two in as well. I want to throw in the drug, brilliant, and, and Dino. I love it. Okay, so our final end of season, 
roster for the Roger Miller Hall of Fame starts with Abede Pele, mm. Didier Drogba, Ashley Cole, JJ Okocha, Ricardo Baby Gardner, Thierry Henry, Les Ferdinand, Pele, <laughs> R9, and Ronaldinho. Yeah. Sounds about We'll right. take that. What a way yeah. to go out. That's yeah. pretty sick. We'll take that. If you've got a goalkeeper, you haven't got a goalkeeper in there, have you? Nah, but we'll, we'll score on, more than we'll score. Just for the culture. Yeah. I'll take that. You know what I mean? I'll take that. Oh, it is. That was a good time. That was a good episode. I listened to that one too many times, you know. Really? It's actually mad. But um, yeah, that's that's it. This is this is the final the final episode of Diaspora C. From myself, Ola, thank you so much for listening throughout the whole season. Um, it's been an immense pleasure to host this alongside Crystal Davis, thank alongside you. Mo who can't be with us, alongside Moo who can't be with us. And thanks to all our guests who've come in, dealt with last minute inboxes, DMs, <laughs> all that sort of thing. Thank you so much. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for hosting us and for engineering this for us for the whole season. It's been a madness. And Troy, thank you for being our pleasure. illustrious guest for pleasure. the final episode. Absolute pleasure. CD. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure working with you. I'm saying it like we're not going to work with each other <laughs> exactly. again. This is, like, <laughs> this is every other day. Exactly. I'm going to call you straight as soon as I leave the studio. Anyways, but no, it's been a journey. Um, I've definitely enjoyed our first series and I look forward to next season. And we're only going to get better from here on out. And just want to say a huge thank you to all the guests that's come into the studio um, over the period of the duration of the season. And I look forward to the World Cup, which we're going yeah, to. Yeah. Women's World Cup next exactly. month. Exactly. So you've got um, more stuff in store for you there. Exactly. So yeah, just um, keep following our podcast and yeah, we look forward to next season. That's amazing. For the final time, if people want to find everyone, so we'll start with Dan. Dan, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, Savage Dan 10 on Insta. I think I'm Savage underscore Dan underscore on Twitter, I think. Could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they can find you. It's calm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you about the place, you know what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Chelsea in the in the yeah, New Jersey, exactly. you know. Yeah, I'm not hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about you ain't hiding out here, you know. It's funny because I <laughs> <laughs> he was in the um, Chelsea video for the new kit release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was. No Straight hiding out here. the hazard. I was right there. Aye. Aye. Oh, my God. Troy Townsend, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Everything is at Town 10, no matter what platform you're on. You know what I mean? See uh, that? Everything is at Town 10. Town 10. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Crystal Davis, where can Me people find is, you? Me um, is Talawa TV, T-A-A. <laughs> you're going to say I'm something leave me alone <laughs> T-A-L-L-A-W-A-H TV and that's on um, Instagram Twitter and YouTube amazing I've been Ola Fiseo you can find me at Ola Fiseo so that's O-L-A underscore F-I-S-A-Y-O that's Twitter Instagram everything there you've been listening to Diaspora C if you want to find us for the last take time. it away one last time Jeez, Ola. Where, where, where do we find <laughs> us that's D-I-A-S-P-O-R-A FC Love that <laughs> And FC with an underscore for Instagram as well Thank you so much for listening And we'll catch you next season <laughs>